sports fans, and thank you for listening to State of My Sports, where we talk about State of Michigan sports and State of Michigan beer. If you aren't following us on social media yet, please do so by searching State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast along with our YouTube channel so you do not miss an episode. For even more content, check out our website, stateofmisports.com. Before we get into the episode, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. The Hobbs Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports. Sicilianos Market helps us pick out the best Michigan beers for each and every episode. Also, Caleb from Mech Web Design helped us get our website created. So check out all of our sponsors and let them know that we sent you. So 103, we are back in the basement. I think we got to turn uh, Ryan's headphones down. <laughs> I can tell by your Thank face. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was going to get his attention through the <laughs> camera or something. All right, so we are back in the basement after a week at, uh, with Second String Leather Company, which was a really good time. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, we recommend it. There's really good guys uh, with a really cool product, uh, so check it out on secondstringleathercompany.com or secondstringleather.com. Easy um, for you to say. Or all of their social <laughs> media platforms, which is obviously second second string leather, I believe. Should should have been ready for that. Uh, just um, search it; it'll come with up. With the yeah, NFL yeah. draft in the Nobody books, gets right the first time. Right, he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will talk about uh, the Lions. Uh, what, what the Lions did. Net? Under the new regime, uh, before that, we're going to touch on the Tigers, uh, Red Wings, and the Pistons as well, um, and kind of the the regular season stretch for the Pistons and, and Red Wings, and the tank tanking that needs to be happening. Um, we're going to have some fun drafting our favorite TV moms to celebrate kind of Mother's Day, TV slash movie um, favorite mothers. We'll we'll do a little draft there and. Yeah, I forgot about that. That'll be fun. There's a list there There's for you. There's a list if you want to go off some of this. Um, of course, we're going to have our betting hero segment and grade some <laughs> put a list together. Sicilianos. <laughs> and I don't know what any of them are. <laughs> Michigan beers. I am Sam Waltart. With me today is Ryan Waltart. Hello. Kyle Fossey. Hello. And John Dornboss working in the background. Um, Hello. Look, Hello. So, <laughs> I mean, we've, we've had a, a, a good week, all that good stuff, but uh, yesterday was officially... What's wrong or, with him? I don't know. You, this is how oh, it all starts off. You know that. And then I get a little. That, we've had a week. In that right. Good it, stuff. It has been seven days. <laughs> Since we let, yeah, it's on the calendar. <laughs> right. I mean, all right, Ryan. What, did you have a good week? Did I have a good week? Yes. Um, at work and at home. Uh, it's, baseball. Yeah, it's been good? it's been a little stressful. Yeah, at work. I would say it's, things have picked up and it, pressure's on. Let's just say that. Um, but uh, yeah, baseball wise, yeah, Ari has been crushing the ball lately again yeah. so got a swing figured out just took a few vid- videos and uh took a good night's sleep of me just thinking about it and woke, <laughs> woke up with all the answers so there you go good stuff so did, did all right so my daughter she was playing in, in your guys backyard a few days ago and now i'm i'm pitching to her and and she has this really big step now when she's hitting was that is she? I think she's watching Ari. She's watching Ari. I she's did not wa- give her that stuff. Okay, <laughs> I so didn't teach that. She's been yeah. doing it, and at first it was really throwing her off, and she was way behind. But then it's she's starting to figure it out, and it's actually really good for her. Keep it. So, yeah. The bigger the leg kick at a young age, the better. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, it's a you big. Can one. Always shorten it. It's yeah. a big one. Her head disappears behind her foot at one point. <laughs> I think, so. um, Kyle, how, how's your week been? Good, good so far. It's been yeah, it's been busy. Seems like everything is a uh, everything's cranking at work. Things are going well. Uh, kids are looking forward to. I think they got like five weeks of school left. That's so, crazy. That's um, it. Wow. Yeah. 
I mean, and you got a. Yeah, then I'm gonna have a middle schooler. So Evie's starting all this middle school orientation <laughs> stuff, and well, that's crazy. Um, yeah, it's just been, so that's been that's been interesting. It's, it's been like good, a full though. grown person at that. point. It is. It's getting. It's weird. Like, and then I'm starting to think. Okay, once she's in sixth grade, then I'm three years from high school with her. Like, oh, oh. they had a meeting today, and they start talking about like dress code because now they have like a dress code, you know, and you can't wear. What was she upset about? So she's in fifth grade. She's eleven, and okay. she's like, "Well, now we, if we want to wear leggings, we have to wear a shirt that goes like past your butt, oh, right?" Yeah. Um, okay. And she's like, "It's so dumb. I don't get." It. And I'm like, "No, it's yeah. It's like, everything. Oh, yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. That's actually that, my role. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> I, I echo all their sentiments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I propose that one <laughs> right. to the school. But it's like, how do you tell her? Like, well, yeah. In the coming <laughs> years here, men, boys are going to start to be looking. You know, about you know, whatever. So. <laughs> Just uh, don't get the attention of the seventh and eighth grade boys. Just exactly. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. So she's she's a little naive about it all, which I'm very okay with. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. And it'll it'll change quick. And it it'll be does. Tough, it does. Yep. That'll be good though. Uh, That's like so, the worst age to me. I don't know. Just the one I'm like. Scared of the most, I guess. Like the seventh, seventh and eighth grade. Oh yeah, that's a that's tough. I can yeah. deal with high schoolers, but I've got a nephew in it right now, and it is like they, Yeah, they he's a good kid, but like um, they've had some drama with oh, the, yeah. you know, and I, I don't know if it's maybe it's not worse. It seems to me like it's worse than it was back even when we were. But like, yeah, I, I the, social the social media, media the social media, social media is, media. is a yeah. whole yeah. new ball yep. game yeah. that yeah. No that wasn't very big for us. Like, I mean, no. I mean, it just started, I think in 2007 is when I got my Facebook and I was graduated. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I mean, if I had that back in high school, I would have been a mess. I mean, well, we had when, we had, when we had Facebook though, it was only for college students. Remember you, yeah. you logged in through your college That's email. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Times change. Yeah. No, they do. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Keeps marching sure. on. Yeah. Um, but yesterday was officially our, our two year anniversary. Um, <laughs> and I mean, we, we celebrated episode a hundred or yeah, it was episode 100 just a couple weeks ago, so we didn't want to like celebrate too big. It wasn't that not that big of a deal. We kind of had uh, most of the stuff, but one thing that I didn't do last time that I thought would be kind of fun to do this time is play a little bit of of the the very first episode. So, Kyle, do you have that queued up here? I do. You want me to just um, hit like at, yeah, the, go at the beginning? Go ahead and hit play. Yeah. Okay. Are we gonna get trademark problems with this? I don't know. Whose song is it? I don't know. Sweet. So we're gonna lose this. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to oh boy. the very first episode. Oh, he's already stumbling. I love it. <laughs> episode <laughs> of State of My Sports. That's State of Mi Sports. Uh, Are we on Zoom here? We're all yeah, here to talk about the our, <laughs> the sports we love and the teams we love here in the state of Michigan. Uh, this, you know, we're we're all excited. I got Travis Nickel and uh, Kyle Fossey here with me. Kyle, oh, gee. what is your <laughs> yeah. drink of choice tonight? Oh my gosh. Boss Tweed. Oh, Boss Tweed. tweed. Boss tweed. Um, different types of spirits, but it's all going to be Michigan you just skip based. Your voice? Yeah, I don't like it. It throws me off. Uh, just Boss kind tweed. of give Boss our tweed. opinions. Boss Tweed. You guys will learn what we I like. I just did it again, so you can now, if the listeners want to hear it. Travis, what's your drink of choice tonight? I got a little Deer Camp whiskey oh. from Northern Latitudes. <laughs> Straight up whiskey. Yeah. I forgot he nowhere. did that. They're gens, actually, yeah. you know. Anyways, we, we can. Things, I, there wasn't anything in particular. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah, like, by how oh, I love it. My brother. I, I, yeah. I'm gonna say how bad it was, but under <laughs> I can't say that we're, we're so much equal now. Can't go wrong with that. It was. So after I'd love to go through. I'd love to go through that and just try to find the word like. 
<laughs> you know what's interesting is you can like hear you at the beginning introducing yeah. and at the time it's like not sure what we have here not sure <laughs> right. how to start this but you're is like, this recording yeah <laughs> it's like you might say the exact the same thing but now it's just like it is what it is like you say it because you always say it but back yeah. then it's like um, uh, this I'm could happen i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is new so awkward. to me i love it yeah. it sounded like you were recording in an empty alley somewhere just a, <laughs> a slight echo like ah, sam I was yeah. I, don't, I don't know if i should be here right we now were all using like a computer, <laughs> our computer mic so it was like we didn't have headphones or mics or anything like that it was just kind of talking to our our laptop so right. they actually had headphones that up. they actually were headphones? in the alley i think yeah. they were just wandering <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> Trying to find like somebody to <laughs> take us in and sponsor us. Episode one. Yeah. Like, but, but the funny thing is, is like, yeah, with I, had, whiskey, apparently. I had no, I had no idea like what we were gonna do. But that was the format from episode one with the drinks and like what you're drinking. And I haven't gone away from that, or we haven't gone away because like you guys know me as like this is the way it is. Yep. This is the way it's always gonna yeah, be. Yeah, that's true. So we've kind of just kind of run with it, but. Um, I also did find, so we celebrated uh, episode 100. We, we gave some of our highest graded beers and stuff. Um, what I wanted to do is basically just name a few. There might be repeats from, from episode 100, but um, that we've done in the last year. Um, so basically just year two's highest graded beers. Uh, Kyle's was a 9.2 from Boy, or from Arvon Brewing Company for their boysenberry double kettle sour. I think that was the episode we did with Betting Hero. When we were there. No, I, I was I missed that one. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay, but we were at Arvon. We were. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And oh, that so maybe the one that Brett was on. Yeah, the one where Brett that, was. That with makes us. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, your lowest graded beer was uh, five point four for Fruitasia, which is a Shorts Brewing Company beer. Uh, Micah's, I mean, this will never be topped with the state of my PA. We're in nine point seven. Um, there is no 9.7 <laughs> which was actually just released this this week as well which is cool it was it was, um, it was? Yeah, this week last year yeah oh, oh. I, th- I thought he said they made it again oh, i thought no, so sorry, too yeah sorry no my bad i was just about um, to say nobody can prove us wrong because that's gone <laughs> right yeah. yeah um and then his that's a good point <laughs> his lowest graded beer was run wild from athletic brewing company that was a na ipa that someone gave to us that want they want us to grade uh it's not even a michigan be- uh, brewery but um, that was his his lowest graded. Uh, Ryan, yours was also state of my IPA with a nine point one from Dobbs Brewing Company. Yep. And your lowest was at Oktoberfest from Two Guys Brewing, which got a five point nine. I remember that for some. I remember reason. like that you whole did not week like that. was just. Yeah. I, I remember everybody's beer was bad because I think I tried to go like October. It was October. It was all October. Yeah. None yeah. of us really liked yeah, it. Yeah, none of us so. really liked I, it. I actually so. think I just tied the state of my PA with a really recent one. It, it was M forty. Oh, M forty three. Yeah, you're, M43. you're right. I think that was I a nine. Think that was a nine one. Was a nine. Was it a nine one? I you think might it was. be right. Yeah. You might be right. Um, and then I my my highest grade was a nine and that was for Peep Patch, which is Arvon's Kettle Sour, uh, with blueberries, strawberries, and peeps. And then my lowest graded one for the past year was a six point four for Ellington Brewing Company's ninety seven point one, the Ticket Lager. So. It is time to introduce our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Sicily Annals Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicily Annals Market is the best place for that, and not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also 
have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the State of My Sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. So, Kyle, what are you drinking today? Is it going to be a... One of your least favorite, maybe your favorite for for year three. Probably somewhere in the middle, right? <laughs> I, think, I think this will. Your be. mic's off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it I is. I tried to go real slow. I went real slow. That click is just that brutal click, right now. We gotta it figure is. Out what's going on? I'll have to have my Cheap. dad re-engineer these. Maybe some. Uh, is this one's duct tape or some sort of tape? <laughs> it's electrical tape. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, That's the reason for that. Though. Yeah, I can't yeah. do that. I know nothing about this. I have from Frankenmuth, which I don't think I've ever done a Frankenmuth before. We have never done Frankenmuth. Okay. Oh, okay. This is cool. Yeah. yeah. He's putting his glasses Sorry, on. I can't <laughs> see the camera. <laughs> surprisingly, he had his headphones on, too. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, this is called the Hef. This is kind of a cool bottle. Oh, the yeah. dog with the oh. smoking a pipe and yeah. <laughs> oh, because oh the half like, yeah, yeah. The, yeah the Playboy guy right. Yes yes yeah. yes yes. Uh, they have German style wheat ale, notes of banana and clove. It is unfiltered, lightly hopped, producing a distinct cloudy and golden appearance. Five point two uh, alcohol by volume, and again that is from a Frankenmuth Brewery in Frankenmuth, Michigan. Very good. That's where Andrew and I got engaged. At that brewery. Uh, no, in Frankenmuth. At the mini golf course? No, we were on a, a carriage ride. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. That was really fun. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to go you next. Let me tell that story again or no? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I'm going to drink uh, Oro. O R O. Is that, what do you think? Oro? Oro. That's yeah. what it says. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a, a wild artisan golden ale from Jolly Pumpkin um, Artisan Ales. And this is spicy and peppery with a gentle hop bouquet in the bouquet. Be- I'm not going to read whatever else they have on there. It's not what I want to do. But uh, this is this is from uh, Jolly Pumpkin, which is in Dexter, Michigan. And if I find more about this, it's eight percent. Oh, I, that's good to know ahead ahead of time. Yeah, you weren't supposed to look at that part. Well, I just did. So it's eight percent <laughs> uh, oak aged and. Uh, Oh, it's, yeah. a, oh, it's like Can barrel conditioned. Ish. I don't know what that means. I shouldn't say that. I just did. <laughs> that was from your the clip. Oh, remember really? That? No, I don't remember. That was your Lloyd Carr clip. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> just did. I just did. Uh, I'm drinking Summer Fling from Luddington Bay Brewing Company. Obviously, it's in uh, Luddington. This is their, uh, so they say it's a hybrid Hefeweizen ale uh, brewed with, or brewed from German yeast and American malt creating banana and clove flavors with a slightly dry biscuit finish. Now, you don't like Hefeweizens, generally Not speaking? usually, but this one is definitely growing on me already. I, okay. I, I'm, I'm starting to like it. And actually, so we already had our fourth beer lined up. But Mike is not here. Should we should we throw John to the wolves and get make him do it? For sure. So yeah. John's going to do his his official first beer intro. I would say and, the and first official, not yeah. official first. Getting, right. Okay. Get the words the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Just order, you know, order of, right. order of operations. It, it is makes important. sense. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep it in sequence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. I'm drinking what's called the Double Harbor Beach. New England style IPA. It's from Arvon Brewing. Just letting everybody know ahead of time. I've been a 
a big fan of the beers that <laughs> um, I've had from Arvon. Um, Double Harbor? Double Harbor Beach. Double Harbor Beach, yeah, so, Harbor so Beach, Harbor yeah. Beach nice. is the one that won uh, best IPA in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Ooh. And then this past week they uh, came out with, so the Harbor Beach, Double Harbor, and Triple Harbor. Was they came out the Triple Harbor. Yeah. Oh man, haven't tried that one yet. I gotta. Yeah, that's good stuff. I mean, yeah. obviously their their beers are great. Yeah, for sure. Double yeah, double IPAs. I'm fifty fifty on, but this one so far so good. So good, nice. Uh, what's next? Well, we're, we did our beer intros, so now let's move on to. Uh, Oh, that was loud. <laughs> Some Detroit Pistons talk. Um, basically, I, I, I think mean, it's my headphones, Jeff. Well, I want to do like three to five minutes max for for each of these these three teams here. Yeah, yeah, I that's Spend fair. a lot of time here. They they haven't earned anything more than that, anyways. Exactly. <laughs> Good point. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good so way to they, put it. So they lost a big game yesterday, like an important loss to the Magic, which kind of separates themselves in the standings a little bit more. Um, currently, they're sitting uh, nineteen and forty six overall, second to the last or second to the worst record. The second. <laughs> second worst record. Second worst record in it's the a league. Sequence, bro. So their eyes. Second to so, the worst. So to the record. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the words are out of order. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, so second, currently second furthest from the best. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny tonight. That actually made what John said actually made more sense. Yeah. So it's <laughs> second furthest from the best. The distance is greater it's than greater than. <laughs> Other than one team. Other than the one. <laughs> right. Is that a number line? Just a, a longer distance from the best. The best. <laughs> Anyways, um, it was <laughs> the second best odds, basically. Well, it's tied. For the, the bottom three teams have the tied for the same odds to get the first overall pick, um, yeah. second overall pick, and third overall pick. So that's really important to end they in that just, bottom three. They just there. need to be in the bottom three. Yeah. It would be very important, and hopefully they, they, they luck out with the odds. So um, that's kind of where we're at. How many, how many more games they got? They got... Nine games left, including tonight, I think. So, I mean, wh- what are your thoughts on what's going on? Basically, I'm just lose out in, in my thought. It looks like seven more games from yeah. my count here. After, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, the Pistons have been playing absolutely awful. Like, they, they've, they've been losing a lot of games here in a row, which is really good. It's good timing for this. Um, and I... And the theme of the Pistons right now is their best players or the most experienced players, like a Jeremy Grant, is... Um, you know, dealing with knee issues and knee soreness, and like that's the perfect excuse to get these veterans off the court, play as many young players as they can right now, lose as many games as possible, and it's and it's the Pistons' excuse uh, to be tanking while really investing in their future. It, so it's keeping their their veterans, you know, from injury and and just getting worn out, and then also getting more floor exposure to these young guys, especially Killian Hayes. Uh, the more he plays, the better, and they've they've really been struggling and and this is expected they're they're not built to win right now they're built to win in two three really even like four years if if they can keep these guys on these contracts um and teams like the minnesota timberwolves were the worst team all year long and they have finally gotten healthy at the worst time for them which is the best time for the pistons so Houston at this point is almost a guarantee to be the worst team in the NBA. Yep. Pistons right now are second, which is good because the worst they can fall is pick number six at this point. And there uh, are five elite prospects. Nice. Yeah. So we want to fall the wrong way. Yeah, we want to stay in that five prospect range or the five draft picks uh, as much as possible. Um, one, one last thing with that. I mean, I don't know if you saw the, the – so they're playing as we speak. I think they're down just a little bit right now. But you look at the the injure, the guys that are out for injuries. Uh, Plumlee is out for rest. 
Uh, Grant is right knee soreness. He's been out for a while. Smith, left yeah. knee. Uh, Joseph, left ankle. Ellington, uh, bilateral calf strain. But then <laughs> Jackson, right tooth pain. What? For real? Because of right tooth pain. And then Magruder, uh, right elbow sprain. So they ba- they basically are tanking pain. the best That's way they can. Pain. They're going to go out oh, and yeah. compete, but... I mean, wait. If there's one, if there's one injury on there that I actually believe, though, that would be the tooth pain. Like you cannot fake tooth pain. No, and it is very painful. Oh, it's yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah. That that made me laugh. That's though. one of the only times I've ever punched a wall is with tooth pain. Probably he probably had a, a bag of Skittles last <laughs> night. Like, woke right. up like, oh, no. like this Skittle is way too hard. Not your tooth, bro. That's right. <laughs> so, John, what, what's next? Are we on the the Red Wings or are we on the the Tigers? I forget which way I did it here. Detroit Tigers. All right, let's talk some Tigers then. Um, basically, it's been very, very, very bad. Um, their their record currently is eight and twenty-one, uh, nine and a half games. No, let's not even get into all that. Lost five in a row. Um, Three to the Yankees. And, and I think the, the most interesting stat is they're minus sixty-two in run differential. And the next closest is minus twenty-eight. Oh, jeez, that is insane. Like, wow. I don't even know how you have nine or eight wins. With that, like it, it is bad. It yeah, is it really historically is historically yeah. bad. They're hitting um, as a team like 195, I think, is what it said, and it's just it, it's absolutely embarrassing. the 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 rotation's doing pretty good, like not not like bangbusters or anything. Is that the no? Yeah, gangbusters. Gangbusters not doing that good, but it's like what's a bangbuster? <laughs> definitely <laughs> the highest. Highest upside for the team, but then you still have so what, many. They're pitching or their offense? They're they're pitching. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's been there a little bit. I just want to throw some context in what what we're talking about here too. So they swept the Astros April 12, 13, and fourteen. <laughs> yeah, that's when that's when we were feeling you know de- decently good. And I also did warn, like, please do not <laughs> yes. think this is a good offense. I remember you warning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't uh, hear that. After that, <laughs> oh, Sam droned you <laughs> yeah. out during that. <laughs> after that, they went on a five game losing streak. And then they beat the Pirates one game. Then they went on a five-game losing streak, and they beat the White Sox (laughs) one game. And they came from behind in that one. And now they had five errors in that game too. (laughs) Yeah, and now they're currently on a five-game losing streak. So they've gone five, (laughs) win, five, win, five. And then they're losing tonight. And they're losing tonight. Uh, Last I saw was four nothing. Yeah, they're losing eight to two. So So make it six. You never know. Well, (laughs) this offense hasn't scored eight runs. The last three weeks. Yeah, I mean, it, and this is, you know, this offense is, again, it's really not built to win right now. They're, they're really not that competitive. What we're lo- still looking for is some of these veteran signings to flip at a trade deadline. We're still in that phase. Uh, we want some unexpected growth from some of, uh, you know, the young guys or, or like a uh, Harold Castro to step up and become something that we weren't expecting. Uh, some of the old – Early success that guys like um, who's, who's the the Akil Badu? Yeah, Akil Badu cooled off. Okay, a little bit. Okay, he's twenty two <laughs> years old. He's twenty two years old, and yeah. that that happens. Uh, Willie Castro, he th- hit three fifty last year in the shortened season. He's not a bad hitter. He's not a one ninety one hitter. That's what he's hitting right now. Jacoby Jones is not a good hitter, but he's not a one forty hitter. Victor Reyes is not a one eighteen hitter. These are the the averages of this team right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jonathan Scope is not 190, uh, 191. Cabrera, 115. Robbie Grossman, 196. So, you know, this... So bad. Yeah, they've been in this mode r- lately where they're they're terrible. They're, they're not competing. The, the offense is atrocious. 
that's not who they are either. So they're somewhere in between. You yeah. know, they're not going to sweep the Astros on a regular basis, and they're also not going to always be on six-game losing streaks. Yeah, and and then uh, another thing to talk about with the, with the Tigers, just just briefly, more like just mention, is the the um, minor league starting tonight. I believe are the opening days for the minor league teams. Uh, Torkelson is actually in in West Michigan, which is cool, uh, along with Dylan Dingler. Yeah, and a couple other arms like with the high A ball being in, in West Michigan is pretty cool. Um, but was I right on there? And then Riley Green's one that's in Double A, I believe. Riley Green right. is in Double A, yeah, yeah he, he which is interesting. Kept that, yeah, I thought he they would keep him right. right. I thought Torkelson would be in Double A at this point, actually. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Hopefully, we can get out to a game. That'd be that'd be kind of cool. Maybe as a podcast, if Kyle can do something on anything other than Tuesday nights. Yeah, and last year's draft was there here was last Thursday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's last right. year's draft. There were five rounds. <laughs> It was yeah. a shortened round draft, and the, and the Tigers took all hitting prospects. Yeah, Cabrera is another one. Is it Danny Daniel Cabrera? Daniel Cabrera. Yeah, he's in West Michigan as well. So I, I mean, Cabrera's been there for a while. I think. What, yeah, <laughs> West Michigan's gonna have a, a different, pretty different guy. You're the sports guy. You told <laughs> me. <laughs> West Michigan might be better to watch than the Tigers at this. It'd point. be it'd so. probably more sure, fun yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about the the Red Wings here. They're they're down to their last two games. They play the Columbus Blue Jackets, um, on Friday and Saturday. And then it's done. Um, currently, they're at 18 and 27, um, with nine overtime losses as well for 45 points uh, in the standings. They're they're 26 right now. Um, so what is that? Five, fifth best odds, I think, for for it. Um, when you throw Seattle in there, that makes it a sixth. Um, but but what's coming down here is is you're playing Columbus, who you have a one point lead on right now. In these two games, lose them. And then you're easily going to move down another spot, which is good. Um, you could move down a couple more because Vancouver um, actually, it, it's getting a little hairy. Don't want to get too much into it, but Vancouver had COVID issues for like three weeks, so they haven't even played all their games. So they might actually jump the Red Wings just uh, in win percentage or point percentage, basically. So um, hopefully they can find their way in into the bottom three, bottom four, and, and increase those odds a little bit. Um, but I'm, I'm, the way that the Red Wings have been playing, it, it'll be interesting to see. Like they're probably going to split, would be my guess with Columbus. Uh, hopefully they don't. But I mean that's that's really it. It's just once once the season's done, you can start looking at the odds, um, start looking at the the draft prospects and all that good stuff. But um, that'll be a fun to get into with the Red Wings with so many draft picks over the next couple of years. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of a lot of talent there, specifically uh, next year, right? This 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 year's draft is is going to be a little interesting because he didn't have juniors and. It was a very crazy year for the hockey world because most of them are in Canada, and I don't think that they were able to play. So a lot of these prospects That's right. didn't. Yeah, play. you get like arrested if you're driving without an excuse. <laughs> right. Trudeau and the yeah, province of Ontario is like gang, <laughs> as same as like bangbusters. Bang, right bangbusters. Bang, you cow. can't do anything there. That's even bigger yeah. than gangbusters. Right, bigger, yeah, <laughs> crazier. crazier. It's yeah. crazier. Yeah. Uh, so what we're gonna do is get into our main topic for episode 103. Uh, but before we do that, I want to remind everyone that the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is open and pouring some of the best craft beer in West Michigan. Uh, their revamped food menu, rotating taps, wine, and ciders make the hops perfect for whatever you have going on from dinner with the family, late night drinks with friends, and everything in between. The Hops is becoming a staple in the West Michigan restaurant community that we highly recommend to our friends and listeners. The Hops is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2021. And if you mention State of My Sports, you get a nice little discount off your first beer. You, you guys, go. have you guys done that yet since since we've been? 
I tried to. They said you guys were in there and used them all. <laughs> used all of them? Yeah. <laughs> all six? Shoot. My bad. <laughs> um, but we did. So really what I wanted the core of this episode to be is, is talking a little bit about the the draft and what happened with, with the Detroit Lions. I mean, to kind of get into the, the very beginning here, Penny Sewell fell. Kind of like our dream scenario was, Ryan. Perfect. And they they were very excited, and they took them. And they were, and it was awesome. And that just made my day so happy. I mean, I, I, we've talked about this guy. I could tell. For, for months. I, I think, so the, if I, I go back to my very him. first yeah. mock draft, I was like, Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, Penny Sewell. Like then from there on out, that's who I want. I think I think Every the first time you mentioned Penny Sewell, I came back with, nah, he won't be there. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, like, honestly, not realistic. We didn't think he would be. Yeah, and he shouldn't have been. You just got the best offensive line prospect in in the last ten years at seven. That doesn't happen in the NFL, and. You you know it's it's almost the perfect storm. Uh, some would say it's a high risk because he sat out all last year in college, and some would say uh, you just the tape that you're watching of this kid is is when he is 18 years old and 19 years 18, old, 19 years old, and the upside is so wow. insane that if he would have had that next year, then he would have clearly been the number one overall pick. Yeah, I mean, there's so, a really good. Ch- I so mean, the argument goes both ways, I guess, yeah. but I'm, I choose to think the latter. Yeah, I mean, I I'm really excited about this pick. The dude's he's a beast. And he seems really excited to be here. And and you listen to the, you know, Brad Holmes and um, those guys talking Terrible. about talking about this pick, Terrible. and they they couldn't have been happier. I there, there's sorry yeah go well ahead. yeah that, that's the the best video. Like I was pumped about this pick, and then I watched Brad Holmes, right? And, yeah. And and Dan Campbell calling him as they're. Ma- Telling him that he's going to be a lion. <laughs> yeah. They're calling. They're like, "Big man, yeah. you're going to be on our team. You're the anchor and all this stuff." And he hands the phone over to to uh, uh, Dan Sheila Campbell Ford. and oh, Sheila oh, yeah. Ford. Yeah. And the two of them are just going nuts. They're just like they're so <laughs> pumped. They're hitting tables. Yeah. They're high five and hugging. They're they are like ecstatic that <laughs> yeah. he fell. Oh, so man. obviously they had all their scenarios. They had you know, four. They talked about what having like four prospects that they were they were key yep. on at that number seven position. So they had. Every scenario that could have happened, they had a, an out or a pick at that number seven, and this seemed to be their primary choice. Their number one, I would guess, is probably their number one player on the big board. Yeah, and assuming Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson weren't going to be there, who knows? They might have even taken taken them over, yeah. over those guys if they were there. I know that sounds ridiculous, but you do still have Jared Goff. You committed to him. You have them have him under contract, paying him a lot of money. So this is the way to go. I don't care about weapons at this point. I know there was uh, Devontae Smith was still on the board. I love um, Devontae Smith. Yeah, it, but this is by far the best pick. And if someone tries to tell you otherwise, John, I know you're a Justin Fields guy. <laughs> He's so excited. But, I mean, you you understand this pick too, right? Panay Sewell can eat a lot of kneecaps. Yes, he can. <laughs> That's a big He's boy. He's hungry and for And kind of getting into the next pick, I, I – Let's get just get into the next. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on. Yeah, I, right. I just want to say the the best part about this, and we'll come back to this, I guess, after the next couple of picks are announced too here. Yeah. But my favorite part about this pick is this this makes them more genuine. You had an amazing press conference uh, from Dan Campbell, yep. and and he he just like blew me away. I was like completely sold from the beginning. But if you're going to talk about building a culture about like football guys, toughness, all this other, um, you know. What seemed to be a genuine personality coming through, 
in front of the podium, in front of the microphone, and then you go off and you, you're talking about biting kneecaps and you go wa- draft a mm. wide receiver first round, that doesn't really e- that doesn't add up. That's not exactly. that doesn't That's really true. match what the talk was. Yep. This is like he proved it with what he thought was the most uh, important positions on the field. He's like, no, 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 listen, if we're going to be a team that's going to compete with the saints and compete with the Rams, compete with some of these other important big time teams, we're going to win in the trenches. This is where we're going to invest in the future. And I just, I loved that he matched his talk. You know, he backed it up with, with his pick. Yeah, he, he didn't, they told us the way they were going to build this team. And we'll get into that in the next couple picks too. But they told us the way that they wanted it to be. They told us the way it was going to be. And they stuck to it. Even though the easy thing could have been taking the pretty wide receiver that just won the Heisman, that that would be exciting too. There's nothing wrong with that pick. But when you have this opportunity, this thing to fall on your table, and I know that, that you could take Justin Fields too. Like, there were options there. The trading down option too. Is there if, if Penny Sewell is not available? When that happened, I'm like, don't even think about tra- trading down. This is the guy that you want. Yeah, you could get a, another pick or two mid rounders to move down, but then you're just picking the next guy. It was two this, weeks ago. This fits exactly what you said you wanted to do, and there should be no apologies for it. Yeah, I agree. Two weeks ago, you said. Run to the run to the podium. Pick who's your guy. We both had Penesul. Yep. I couldn't be happier. Yeah, it is. It is perfect. So I'll uh, get into a little bit about the the second pick here, and th- this is when I think things get a little interesting. But I think it's worth talking about. Threw me off big it time. It threw us off. So they took uh, in round two, pick number forty one, Levi <coughs> on Wurzel. No, 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 no. On Wuzurike. On Wuzurike. I'll learn it when Ryan, I have to. Ryan can always do the names. He probably YouTubed it. <laughs> How do you pronounce this guy's name? And he just says it over. Anyway, um, he's 6'3", Is 290 pounds. He's de- defensive tackle out of Definitely Washington. Um, Google Translate. That's that's what I would get. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's 6'3", 290 pounds, and, and just a big guy. Um, or big-ish guy, I think. Uh, completely off my radar. Completely off my radar heading into this this draft. Didn't know the first thing about him, um, but it really sounds like the Lions loved him. And yeah, I wasn't too happy about it. I in my head, I probably listened to the media too much and thought, why aren't we taking a wide receiver? Why aren't we taking a linebacker? Those are our weaknesses. We got to fill that. But based on this pick and the next one, which we'll get into if we want to combine them, that's cool. But I really want to talk about this guy. I mean, they're sticking to their word again and. I think I forget what what I I'm trying to process and remember remembering what I said. It's like offensive line was the, oh so yeah they they, yeah, co- yeah. they committed and they showed that they were committed to their vision with the offensive line in making this unit great. They focused on that unit. Once that unit's great, you can move on to the next one, and that's what I feel like they're starting to do here. And for some reason, in my head, that that that's not okay. At first, you know what I mean. Like I'm like, no, you got to get the guys that were were told, like the leaders and the yeah. Knee jerk reaction the, is to get the the splash, the, like the it, the fantasy guys. Exactly. You know. So then here, wh- why am I all of a sudden not not okay with that vision and believing that they have a better vision than Mel Kiper and all of these experts that yeah. we hear talk about the Lions one time a year. Well, you can't have you know it, I mean? you can't have it one way without the other. If you say that offensive line is so important to win in the in the trenches, protect your quarterback, create holes for your running back, then you have to equally believe that defensive line is that important to disrupt in the backfield of the offense. So, you cannot have one without the other and with this 
pick of Levi and Wuzurike, which I'm just we're from now on we're just gonna call him Levi, and, yep. and eventually we're probably gonna have a really good nickname for <laughs> right, him. Yeah, like we'll like, like Levio or something. I don't know. We're, we'll come up with something. But Levi Rike. <laughs> <laughs> when Levi Rike, all right. When Levi Rike gets uh, drafted here, what again? It's it's investing in not only. Uh, the trenches at this point because that's where they b- honestly believe where they need to to win and it's also different from what the Lions have invested in recent years but it's but it's also telling you that um, they didn't think that the middle of this defensive line was one of their strengths like they they wanted to invest in something that would make a difference they did not go defensive end disrupting the quarterback we have several defensive ends that could are good enough at this point, but we didn't have a pass rush from the inside. And when you look at this guy's strengths, Levi's strengths, it is, he is a disruptor in the backfield pass rush included, which anybody tells you any quarterback, former quarterback tells you if you're getting pass rush from the inside, that makes them uncomfortable. Oh yeah. That's in their face. That's changing their, their eyes. That's changing their arm angles and, and you know, their, it makes them so uncomfortable because where are you going to go to the outside where the other guys are rushing? Yeah, it, you, you it, can't. You don't have options at that point. So it's just pure disruption. And his, I, I don't know what's going on right no, now. No, I was with, just. With it everything. looked like he was getting ready to say something. But All right. you can go ahead. Well, his biggest strengths is getting off the ball fast. He's only two hundred ninety pounds, which is one of the lighter defensive tackles yeah, in this yep. draft but he is a beast he is strong and i don't know if you got a chance to look at some of his i did his yeah. highlights or tapes it's it's <laughs> this guy is you better well and last year we wanted a first round we were considering one of the one of the guys from um brown is that his name yeah there was a yeah Derek brown, Derek brown yeah from uh from old miss i think or yeah. or yeah one of those yep. yeah schools in the sec and Auburn, I think actually, and okay. and he he was also had the kind of the the disruptor mentality or, or yeah that was the label on him a little bigger but and I'm, I I yeah. watched Levi's tape and I am more way more blown away at the potential of this guy yeah. especially getting to the quarterback yeah so he also sat out which I think hurt him a little bit yes um but what one thing you brought up that I thought was really interesting was the getting the pressure from the inside and look I'm not saying this guy is the next JJ Watt I'm not saying this guy is the next Khalil Mack or any of those things. But that's Aaron Donald he, or Aaron. Do- Sorry, I meant to say Aaron Donald. Is Cleo Mack kind of? Does he? He's, he's an outside linebacker. He's out. Okay. He's outside. But Aaron rush. Donald and JJ Watt. When you get pressure up the middle, it makes that defense truly elite. Because I mean, th- you have to have that. The the top defenses of uh, in modern era, right? Basically, have that. They're getting that pressure from the middle, and it's throwing off the guards, and creates the like you said the the pressure. The quarterback has nowhere to go. Yeah. Because if you have pressure from the ends, and I was kind of talking about this this weekend, it's like how many times did we see a war or a Quora or uh, Flowers literally missing the quarterback far because he just easily stepped up because we're not getting the pressure in the middle. Yeah. And I think the way that we built the linebackers, we'll talk a little bit about the linebacker here in a little bit. Like speed guys in the middle, whether the linebackers or defensive tackles, that's that's key. Guys that can get pressure through that middle is going to make that quarterback second guess stepping up. Well, he's got great feet. He can move side to side really well. He's so strong. Like I know he's undersized, quote unquote undersized. He's two hundred ninety pounds. He's huge, but um, he he is his upper body strength is is crazy. Like he just throws tackles and guards off of him he can in shed blocks at a great rate which also means it's going to be effective in the run game i don't care what anybody says you know if you can get off of a block that means you're effective either way mm-hmm. pass rush or run game 
Um, so he's not a guy that sticks to linemen. He just he out he bullies them, mm-hmm. and and that's what we saw in college. And and I'll I'll one last point. I, I know we should probably move on to maybe the third round here, but my my one of my biggest points of this is our first two picks. We invested in Penny Sewell, offensive line, Levi Unwuzurike. Defensive line, defensive tackle, and you could argue that those are the two positions, definitely position groups, but two positions specifically that are more of the long-term investment. You're going to see the reward in year three, in year four, in year five, and not necessarily in year one, Mm -hmm. which if you're talking about the rebuild plan, sign me up for that. Yep. Three years on the road, if we're not def- uh, drafting defensive tackles and that's when we're getting the flashy picks that are year one starters like wide receivers, that's that's, that's perfect. What you want. Yeah. yeah. Um, before it's we smart. go before we go away from him, he had a pretty colorful um, quotes in his first interview. So what I wanted to do real quick is I need a, a a replacement word for the F word. Can you guys come up with one real quick? You, Just uh, a replacement top, word. Top ahead, on uh, un- yeah. I, I'm not gonna say that. No. Oh I, yeah. yeah okay. All right. I need I just need, say Levi. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Levi. Sure. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Um, and then I need a replacement for the S word. Uh, burger head. Burger head. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry. In our word. <laughs> in, uh, in our house, anytime the kids are around, <laughs> and we want to call someone a profane name, we say burger head because it's. Just kind of funny, like, and then my <laughs> four and six year old imagine a person with a burger for a head, and it's just silly to them when what we really mean is probably something not very nice, <laughs> something we probably shouldn't be saying, anyways. Um, and then the, the last one is a replacement for the A word. John, I feel like this one's got to be you. Apple. 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 All right. All right. So let's sensible. Read, he let's finally, read his somebody quote. made a sensible yeah. choice. <laughs> Good all for right, you. So basically, so his quote is, "I like levying people up." Um, I like to get off the line and just put my helmet or my hands on an offensive lineman and Levi up in a, an offensive scheme. Um, pretty nice. much, he says he He's likes using his name as a <laughs> I know as a <laughs> verb. I like it. I <laughs> like it. Works, right? Right? I like pushing them back two or three yards and just making them feel like burger heads. <laughs> um, see, see, it's kind of funny, right? <laughs> he says, "I think the Lions are trying to build some burger heads right here." <laughs> We got go- two good apple parts <laughs> to build that. And I think what he was talking I'd write this down. I think it's really <laughs> oh, good. Brilliant. <laughs> apple was like the, the cherry on top. Yes, yes. Not an apple um, on top, the and, cherry and on I top. Think, I think what he meant by like the, the two is he's talking about the next pick as well. Um, They're kind of going hand in hand here. So round three, number 72 overall, Aleem McNeil, defensive tackle out of North Carolina State. Um, big athletic player. Basically, he's going to be the run stopper out of the two, it sounds like. Um, I, I don't know a whole lot about this guy. I looked at a little tape, and, and I feel like what he does is something that goes well over my head, being not necessarily a big football guy like the X's and O's and understanding it as, as well as I, I would like to. Um, but Ryan, did you have any thoughts on this guy? Really? I mean, it kind of just sticks to the plan is, is, is kind of my thought with this pick. Yeah. It's, it, it goes back to the long-term investment. And I also think, um, the way that the Lions handled the off season and the free agent signings was in my opinion, brilliant because we can talk all we want about having positions that are uh, less than 
uh, what we think are positions of weakness, I guess, like a, like an obvious one, wide receiver. But to them, they filled all the needs. They don't they don't need a star at every single position. They have some decent wide receivers, some decent linebackers that we've signed in the offseason. We'll probably get to it eventually, at, you know, like uh, maybe the season preview going into next year. But we have some veteran uh, leadership that has pretty big potential at those positions to fill the void. So they made it so we don't have uh, an obvious position of need, so that way in the draft they can draft whoever is the highest on the big board and, and draft the also the character guys that they're trying to build around. And that was the most telling thing about uh, you know the leadership of, of Brad Holmes is he's looking for guys who are football players. Mm-hmm. And, and he kept going back to that. Like These guys are football players. They're hard-nosed. They're, they love the game. Like They're... they're not shying away from contact. They they just want to get in the trenches. They want to win the battle. They want to be in the battle. And and they the more guys like that you get, now you're starting to get more of a culture getting built. You know, mm-hmm. with the, especially with the enthusiasm of the coaching staff. And this guy's no different. I mean, I think the potential is huge. He is probably the biggest and strongest guy in the draft, but he also is versatile enough to be the nose tackle and and play at the edge as well. Okay. And so you saw that in, in college where he was all over the defensive line and they loved his versatility of playing in a 4-3 scheme and also be the nose tackle in a 3-4 scheme. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a little bit of, I think, what the Lions are looking for. I think they're going to be going to 4-3, but if they get the right guys, they might be jumping around a little bit more than we think they are. Okay. And, and, and that goes for pretty much every single pick here, especially Levi and the guy we're talking about, Lee McNeil, right now. Yeah, so I I guess the the biggest question here was was do you go like why um double up on on a defense interior defensive lineman when I don't want to say we were weak there because we just got that is it Booker's or Brockers I I don't remember Brockers yeah Kenneth Brockers which Bonkers. I mean that, that kind of I don't want to say that that filled the need like the need but at the same time it's like we also restructured his deal so I'm, I'm I just it was it threw me off just a little bit. Um, but again, it, it, I don't know. I think it goes back to our expectations of the draft. We were looking at the best wide receivers still yeah. on the board at this point. Yeah, which we, I, I think would possibly be Dami Brown. Diami Brown. Diami Brown. Yeah, I love that guy. Collins or something like that. I, I personally thought Diami Brown was the third or fourth best wide receiver in the draft. And yeah. so when I saw him in the third round, I'm jumping all over saying, get him, him right yeah. now, get him. Get him. But then they invest again in – probably the long-term smart plan in in the defensive line. Yeah. And we haven't had so this is this is the other part of this is, you know, the last couple of years we've said we've tried to defend the Lions defensive line saying, well, you know, we were just a couple of injuries away from being way better than you guys all think they were. Mm-hmm. That doesn't fly because injuries are just part of the game. So what happens when we lose an interior defensive lineman? We better have somebody who's right there to step up. What happens when we lose a defensive end to injury? That's going to happen throughout the season. So yeah. we better have the next guy that's stepping true. up. So I think I think what the coaching staff and what Brad Holmes is doing right here, they're saying no excuses. We're going to be so deep at the defensive line position. They're not only going to be fresh all game long and, and disrupt the, in the backfield, but we're also going to have their backups to the backups be NFL ready. Yeah, I think the story of these these two picks are going to be who they passed on, and if if there's any sign of these guys not being impact players, and and you're going to see a lot of, you know, 
impact players that that the Lions passed on. And that could honestly hurt. Um, I think we got to be patient with it because, because, I mean, if we didn't take a wide receiver in the second round here, that I mean, wh- who are we going to take next year? You know what I mean? Who are we going to sign because we didn't draft it? It all kind of falls into place where, I mean, you got to trust an organization's vision. You can question. There's nothing wrong with questioning. Um, but at the same time, it's, if you trust them, trust them. That's the way I always try to look at it, and I'm probably loyal to a fault when it comes to that. I definitely was with yep. with Patricia and, and Quinn, um, but I don't know. I just I feel like I would have gone a different way, but at the same time, I can easily see what they're trying to do, and because because they told us what they were going to do, and and I think I gotta I gotta appreciate that, John. I think getting back to back defensive tackles, building up a little more depth at the position look at the look at the conference or division they play in yeah they got to stop the run and they got to pressure quarterbacks if they're going to have a chance at winning any division games Mm -hmm. no it's exactly right so i think that's probably one of the most unique things about our division is you do have like most of the teams you play have a really i mean the bears don't have a really great running back or quarterback but they're trying to find it but like they're they're dual threats they're dual threat oh yeah just they just just added that run and pass (laughs) yeah with one guy Um, no i think that's a good point though you got to be able to do it all in in the north so it's a unique division it is dalvin cook aaron Rodgers. and i i text you sam that was like round two of the draft too it's like you're going wide receiver here you have to right and round three same thing and so i'm with you they could have Gone elsewhere, but at I, the same time, I was expecting a, a wide receiver in one of those two picks. I, I was shocked by it, to be honest, and Me too. a little disappointed at first. But when you look into it and you trust them, that then then you start kind of seeing a little more. Well, a little that, bit more. Yeah, that and the whole hall. So let's get into the rest yeah, of the hall so, here. So real quick, the the one hundred first pick, Detroit Lions. They got from the the L.A. Rams part of the the Stafford deal. They went. Uh, Ryan, you can read names really well. Ifichu Melifonwa. <laughs> Another another goofy cornerback name. Like we we learned to yeah. worry it pretty quick, but um, this one's gonna take. These me a names are bit. insane. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy how quickly you learn them. Because I remember uh, <laughs> the, the draft last year when I tried to learn Devani Tavai, or was it two years ago? Jelani Tavai. Jelani Tavai. I couldn't say it. Like yeah. it wasn't even close. <laughs> well, that's almost everybody. Yeah, that. that's a good point. But then I oh, learned Jer- it once I hear Jan- it enough. Jan- I'm like, Jan- oh, I, got I got it. I got it. Oh, and Okuda's not that hard to like figure out, right? No, it's. What throws me with that is that his first name's Jeff. You know what's Jeff? <laughs> it's just Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> you know what's weird is uh, it doesn't go. It doesn't match. Like, you know what's like, weird is uh, Ifichu is has Nigerian background, mm. and that's the third guy on the team with a Nigerian background. Uh, Okuda, oh, really? Okuda, his heritage is Nigerian, no and kidding. then yeah, and then also um, the other cornerback. Who's our other top cornerback? Somebody help Aurier. me out. Aurier. He's also yeah. Nigerian, yeah. So good? yeah, so they're gonna have like a little brotherhood. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, taking cornerbacks in this in this spot is they become impact players eventually. I'm not. I don't think it's gonna happen this year. It doesn't have to happen this year. We we got um, a couple free agents that bring some um, veteran leadership, and then you still have Akuda and in, Awarie, in and I think he fits the mold of stepping up and and learning, but also like. He, he fits exactly what the, both of those guys do as well. So he can fill in for either of them. He's he's a lank, lanky guy, um, athletic too. So, I mean, that's basically all I could find on I, I didn't 
I mean, Ryan, did you have any quick thoughts I, on, on I him? I personally love this pick. This is one of the guys that I actually did pay attention to before the draft started, and I was hoping the Lions would take a look at him in, honestly, like the earlier third round area because I, I think he could have easily gone in the second round. Mm. So Brad Holmes, his comments on having him still in the draft is that he was sticking out like a sore thumb. Like they actually sure. were considering – moving up and this isn't the only guy levi they were also talking about They're trading up to go get him in the, in the first round yeah like that's how that's how much they loved this guy yep. um but they were also talking about that with this cornerback out of syracuse uh yeah. Ifichu. when when he was starting to drop in the third round they just couldn't believe it and they were talking about trading up no we don't have enough assets at this point let's let's see what happens let's trust the board and he did fall and when they drafted him, I mean, I was I was pumped personally yeah. just because of his overall. He actually reminds me of Jeffrey Okuda. I was telling you that the other day yep. because he is a longer, a, a taller, a super athletic cornerback who loves to go hit somebody. Yeah. And I don't know if he has like elite um, skills at sticking on wide receivers, yep. but he's a football player, and you can tell. Like he just he he wants to go hit somebody and that's that's what he's looking for yeah and so i love the athleticism he has elite athleticism and i think with if if you start to build that kind of you know across if you have one guy that's tall athletic and, and fast and loves to hit maybe not a threat you know yep. to the other team but if you're building a whole team a whole defense a whole secondary that loves to run around and hit and super athletes and, and tall and can match up with tight ends bunch of sharks out there i mean it gets yeah. a little yeah i mean that's when you get the other team thinking about it yeah. i guess i could have just said lions that well, the been. one name that stood out to <laughs> well, me that they passed on by taking <laughs> just this guy doesn't hit the same <laughs> i do things the hard way <laughs> was uh baron browning that was the one name because i for me, like I don't, I don't sit and watch all of these guys the way that the the quote unquote experts do. I I read these drafts and I do the simulators and then I I find particular guys and then I fall in love with them because I'm watching highlight yeah. film and stuff like that. And I just really started to like Baron Browning, so that was one that I'm like, hey, you know, a, a linebacker is something we need. I think he would fit that mold, but. Um, time will tell on that one, and then we'll jump into the fourth round where things got a little interesting here. So the Lions actually traded up. Love it. And, and they got back-to-back picks. So they had 112 and 113th pick overall. Uh, at 112, they took Amon Ra St. Brown, uh, wide receiver out of USC. Real quick, Ryan, I, I don't want to spend a whole lot more time on this, so real quick, what were your thoughts on him? Talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you ask Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Kyle? giving him his oh, just, time so I can just shorten my I would, time. I would just read what it says. His, his brother plays for the Packers, right? Yeah, I, he, I, I did yes. hear that. Equinit Nivirius St. Brown or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like Equilibrium St. Brown. <laughs> well, this guy's at least a wider receiver. Like, you know, that's what you wanted. You wanted a wide receiver, right? <laughs> is he their number one yes. wide receiver yeah. as a Packer? Amon Ra. Uh, <laughs> Amon Ra. Yeah, so let's get, let's get to St. Brown here because yeah. uh, he – I. You know, he was one of the guys that I, I'm thinking like really should go in the second round. And and I didn't really want to take him in the second round because I'm like, well, you might get De'Ami Brown. I was more hyped on the speed. Yeah. Um, but what you have to know about St. Brown, Amon, Amon, whatever, Amon, Amon St. Brown, is he is he is one of the, the most polished route runners you're going to find in this draft. Mm-hmm. And, and he has like the short step 
syndrome, which, which, you know, long speed maybe isn't yeah. like the, the best if you're trying to always run 90 yards on the field, but it's football. You don't always run 90 yards on the field. And I think he is like, like golden Tate style of choppy. That's exactly what I was, when I was. Yeah. I saw a little bit of his film and I was like, all right, that's exactly who you remind me of. Um, maybe even a little more athletic than, than golden. Tate. I think, I think way more athletic. Well, I think athletic and like speed, he actually has more, Long and he's speed. bigger too, I would assume. Yeah, he is built more like a wide receiver. Yeah. You're right. So he's, he's just like, under six foot, uh, 197 pounds. Um, I mean <laughs> He catches everything though. He's got great hands, which I just I that's he, like if you're a wide receiver, catch yeah, the ball. He's Step got one. a little bit of a <laughs> it's your job. Yeah. <laughs> you had one job. You had one job. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was <laughs> in that job description. Never mind. But I, um, but I think every route he has, he has people are saying that he's only a slot wide receiver. I don't buy it. No, he, he I was agree. on he was on the outside his whole college career. He was on the inside too. Like he he's versatile. Yeah, he, I think he's a mix between Marvin Jones and Golden Tate. Yeah, I, I, that's a great comparison. Yeah, yeah, because he has the ability to go up and get the ball and catch it like Marvin like Jones. Marvin Jones. Yep. and he has the, the ability to make people miss and run a little bit like a tiptoeing Twitch, running yeah, back, twitchy type. type yeah, play. like yeah. like a Golden Tate. Um, one thing about him that I thought was interesting is is coming out and obviously this is coming out of high school, going into college. He was the eleventh ranked recruit nationally, uh, second wide receiver, and the f- number one recruit coming out of California. I mean, the dude has is full of talent. And it'll be really interesting to see the way that it goes. I think that's and all a very he did, good value pick. And all he did was perform at USC. Yeah, and then, you know, Lions yeah. are going to have a top three pick. Are they going to reunite him with Slovis next year? Maybe. That might be the one. I mean, we don't need to – Ryan, we don't want your opinion on Slovis yet, okay? We don't have enough time. Was that the one you were talking to me about earlier? Is <laughs> that the one I, you said earlier? I think I mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I just – So you're on record. that You said earlier that you were going to go on record saying that's who they're going to draft I next was, year. It was a joke. It was a joke. You said I'm going to go on record. It, no, I, I did not say it. I would, those words would never come out of my mouth. I think I, they did. I, I mean, if you want to, you want a backup quarterback to be your starting quarterback, <laughs> sure, yeah, that works. <laughs> we can get into him after Whoa. this year. Um, I mean <laughs> – so here we go. Real quick, Derek Bar- Derek Barnes, linebacker. They finally addressed the linebacker and in traded round up. four. They traded up for him at 113th overall. Thoughts on him? Real quick. He's tough, man. He goes and gets the ball carry, gets the quarterback, he gets the wide receiver. Like he just he is when he makes a decision, he is full force ahead and not afraid to hit people. He's a football player, and that's exactly what this regime, again, is is going after. They're going after a culture, a, a locker room guy who just all he wants to do is go out there and hit somebody. He's team first. He's not he's not self-centered on himself, and also versatile. I'm not I'm not sold that he's going to be a middle linebacker on this team. He last year in 2019, he was a defensive end, yep. edge rusher, full time. And then last year, 2020, he's a middle linebacker. Like that, that transition does not happen. That's you rare. normally go yeah. defensive end to outside linebacker, and there's some sort of, you know, like, I don't know, weak side rush that you're always having. And that's more common that you see, but you do not go all the way back to middle linebacker. Two things that means he's smart, he can read defenses and tell everybody else what to do, and he's also athletic and strong enough to handle both positions. Yeah. And I, I love the pick, I really do. And what, what you see on film, again, it's film. But and you hear is is if he gets your hands on you, he's gonna tackle you. He's a very good tackler, open field, all that stuff. So that's really important coming from a linebacker. You can't have linebackers miss. We've seen it way too many times um, because sometimes the scheme would work 
in, in Detroit, and then our linebackers would just miss the tackle, and that's an 80-yard touchdown. And quick, there were some <laughs> there were some linebackers falling at this point into the fourth round that were unexpected, and the difference between a guy like this and Jab- sorry Jabril Cox, yeah, yep, yeah. So be- the difference between Cox and Barnes. <laughs> Is yeah no I just I had to chuckle because you know I, I said it out I loud. I wouldn't have laughed if you didn't. <laughs> but the difference between chickens, them, chickens, chickens. chickens. <laughs> let's change the word from cox to I need a, a replacement word for that. Uh, jabril. Okay, the difference between their jabril and their cox. Wait, rooster. <laughs> no, but anyways, seriously, uh, is is physical and toughness like the uh, jabril cox? The downside on on him was that. He didn't seek contact. He didn't go. He wasn't aggressive enough to go plug the hole. But he was great in coverage. And are we talking the cocks again? Yeah, they covered. They covered. This is a. This is <laughs> our most R-rated show. I don't know how to, to go through this. I should have just read the quote for earlier because this is going to be ex- like fam- non-family friendly. Anyway. I'm just. Right. I'm just but saying. It, but if he gets your his hands on you, <laughs> watch out. Cocks are saying yes. Yeah. Watch out. Cox, great at filling. Great at filling, great at filling holes. He's gonna, cover, he's gonna cover you. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> he'll coach you. Yes. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Um, all right. Then the last pick was physical. <laughs> uh, round seven, number two fifty-seven overall. So I think it was the second last pick in the whole draft. Is, is that right? Third last. Third to last. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um. Anyways, they took Jamar Jefferson, uh, running third, back. Third out to last. I was Oregon, right. Oregon you were State. Wrong. Yeah, you're, you're right. You were wrong. What else is his name? Sam. <laughs> um, Oregon State running back. Sam's wrong. Uh, I was in the boat of don't address running back, but I'm assuming that they really like this guy. And if you're you're willing to take him here, I mean, that's that's all I got for him. I, I, I don't know. It's it's worth a flyer. I, I watched okay some tape on impact, him. Impact positions being taken late because if they make the team, it's a major It's like a major win. If not, it's. <laughs> it's just water under the bridge. Nobody I, cares. I can be quick with this one. This is a true running back. He has great vision. He looks where he's going. He can make the right decision. He breaks the easy tackles. The only thing he's really missing that would have put him into the second and third round is elite speed or elite size. He doesn't have either one, but that does not mean that you're not a good running back. And he is a true running back who loves the game of football, and it just finishes off the whole theme of the draft, and they're, they're getting football players. Yeah, so yeah. the last thing that the, that I wanted to bring up were some of the free agents that they signed. I'm not going to go through the whole list. I don't think that's really worth it. Um, are there any names that really stand out to you? Because there's one that I really liked um, in the free agent market. And I'll just go with it. Jonathan Adams, wide receiver out of uh, Arizona's, or, or sorry, Arkansas State. That's one. I looked at this dude's film. Holy smokes. And look, again, it's film. I It's highlights, but... Dude, this guy looks legit, and I think he's going to make this team. Okay, so I really do. It is their highlight reel, and everybody can probably you know act like we haven't done any other research. You can tell the downside of a guy like Adams. Mm-hmm. It's it's his route running is not polished. Yeah, he's doing the not. same thing almost every time, which is the run downfield, throw it up, and yep. I'm going to beat the cornerback at the high point of the catch. Yep. Doesn't matter. He catches it all the time. Every time. So that means. <laughs> so that means all you're saying is you need to teach this guy how to run straight and turn to catch the ball. Like, okay, well, yeah, we could probably work on that. Yeah, he can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah if he's and athletic if he enough to go field, get the ball, if he can get downfield and create a little separation, and we have our, our quarterback with all the time in the world, it seems like it's going to work. I, I think he. I, this is the type of guy that I could see beating out Quintus Cephas. 
He he really in could the, in this in Quintess he was just being gone. He honestly could, or even Geronimo Allison or something like that. I I think Allison's probably the more likely one to to be uh, gone. Odd man out. Yeah, yeah, I really do. But no, you're right. No, the Adams is has the upside to he he really is in this draft alone. He is one of the best, probably the top three contested catch guys. Throw it up to him. He's gonna come down with it, yeah. guys in the draft, and he didn't get drafted. There were so I heard uh, the Athletic had him as the number nine best running back in the draft. Wide receiver. Or sorry, wide receiver in the draft, and then there was another uh, one that had him at eleven, the eleventh best wide receiver in the draft, and we got him in, in in free agency. Look, I'm not saying he's gonna make the team. I'm not saying. I, I did say it, but it just I means say that. it just means when just we did. were expecting <laughs> just did. when we were expecting a wide to get wide receiver in first or second or it had to be third rounds. You know, this coaching staff had something else in their head, and they're like, "No, no, no! Look, we can get some value later on in the draft, which is very common with wide receiver yep. because across the board, wide receivers these days, everybody wants to be a wide receiver. There's a ton of talent at that position these yeah. days. So, I yeah, they they address the things." overall in the draft that they thought was going to impact this team and make them a winning franchise, change something, do something different, something they don't have right now. They're investing in the future, and they can address the the absolute needs like wide receiver a little bit later on in a different way. Yep. Um, I mean, really, unless you had any other thoughts on, on the draft, I think we're ready to, to kind of move forward here. I just I just want to yeah, say, you know, I, I've been watching some national interest of, you know, how this draft went for the Lions. And there are some other teams that got some pretty high praise, like the Jackson Jacksonville Jaguars and the the Jets. I actually think the Jets had a great draft for, I for them. Had a very good draft, too, and though. I think Jacksonville did too. You're right. Yeah. And there there's some other standout teams, but out of the really like the five or six standout teams, the Lions are right there in that group. Yeah. I mean, everybody nationwide just looking, taking a step back and looking at what they got out of this draft. They're like, okay, well, they got the top offensive lineman hands down. Oh, arguably they, the best. They actually the got the top defensive lineman, hands down, from a lot of the guys' Tackle. perspective. Yeah, Tackle, you're right. Yeah. Yep, hands down as well. Oh, they actually got one of the top three tackles the second time around. So they're they're getting top talent at really important positions yeah. across across the draft, and yeah. it was it's, great it's, to see. It's probably not going to translate into to the next year. Um, into, into wins, I should say. Well, I mean, time will tell. It's not August yet where I get excited and – Say that they're going to win every. You're going to be game, tw- but twelve and four at that point. <laughs> twelve and four, yeah. Well, not twelve and twelve and five. Seventeen games. They do seventeen now. Yeah, they switched this year. What? No kidding. You didn't know that. I didn't know that either. They switched to seventeen games. Yeah, the schedule comes out next week, right? Right now. Yeah, what they add like Denver? I think. Yeah, I think it was list? Denver. Yeah, you're right. Wait, so, wait. Oh, are you guys serious? Yeah, they switched to seventeen games. This is not. Old news. <laughs> yeah, I'm Wait, we're at 17 so, games over 18 weeks. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's still only one buy, right? Yeah, I think originally they wanted two buys to add another game, but the NFL yeah, shot that down because and it went down to three preseason games. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So is that a COVID thing or is that just like no? Forever? It's, it's a money thing, is what it is. Oh <laughs> they're, my they're gosh! Make hand over w- fist with one that. one more week of Sunday night football. <laughs> Yo, Ooh, I, love I love me some Sunday night football. Um, I also love my wife and my mother, and Sunday is Mother's Day. And what we were going to do to, to kind of have some fun, um, well, I think last year, what did we do last year? Was it like... Food. Yeah, like our favorite motherly meals or something like that for Mother's Day. Yeah, for everything that they cook, I think, right? Yeah, something, yeah. something along those lines. <laughs> what are we doing now? Um, we are doing our favorite TV slash movie 
mother's draft. So Kyle, you Perfect. know what to do. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Or Let's maybe you didn't see. know what to do. No. You know what to do. Oh, <laughs> let me think. Let me He's going to play some good <laughs> He's looking for something else. There's nothing play. good on here. The time is you want this one? Exactly. Yeah. Here we go. So what we're going to do, we actually, John, you're going to go first, okay? And then Kyle, I'm just making up the order here, trying to make it fair. Ryan, do you want to go next or do you want me to do that? Yeah, I want to go going, at some point. And then I will go. some All point, right. I'd like to so also we got, choose. We got John, Kyle. Ryan, Sam is the draft order, obviously snake draft, and just be ready to defend why you're taking the person you are. It doesn't have to be, it could be looks, it could be how great of a mother they were, or it just could be a show that you liked, so you did it. Maybe what, is that music, we're good? We're good. So, I did print out a list, you guys said you had no idea who they are, basically just I just talk, I don't know the talking names about some of our favorite moms. We'll try to go four rounds, but I feel like we're running out of time here. Um, we'll Who's go. up? My pick is in. Oh. Uh, uh, which one is it? Yep. Bambi's mom. Bambi's mom. Why? <laughs> just because she, she because sacrificed I'm a, herself? I'm a deer hunter. <laughs> I like to eat venison. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Hunter. <laughs> like you want Were you her. the one that shot her at the beginning no, of the movie? No, I cried when I was real little, all right? <laughs> like, that's that was the knew, dad, wasn't it? That's when you knew you wanted to be a, a deer hunter. No, th- I mean the first... watching Bambi. The first, like, buck that I shot deer hunting out in the woods, my dad, like, tackled me afterwards and was, like, super proud of me for, like, <laughs> one like time it. in my life. So, like, a little sentimental value. Anything you can bring up Bambi with. Nice. There you go. That's not bad. That's not bad. Kyle. Uh, and these are just characters we like, right? As, as it can be, yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever you want to do. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, uh, my pick is in. I'm going to take Lucille Bluth. <laughs> what was she from? Oh, so good. <laughs> Arrested <laughs> Development. Oh, that's, yeah. Who is possibly uh, the worst mother of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but a yeah. hilarious character. <laughs> Heavy drinker, that Lucio Blue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great pick. I love that. Funny, band. like, yeah. she always cracked me up. And that lady, I, I don't know the actress's name, but she played it so well. Nice. All right, Ryan, you're on the clock. All right, my pick is in. I am going with uh, Kate Beckinsale, the <laughs> mother. <laughs> From Click, <laughs> also known as great. Adam Sandler's yes, wife. Okay. <laughs> Music. For obvious reasons, she was in uh, an Indian at some point. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> she definitely was. I, I, I remember that one. I definitely remember that. That's part. my reasoning. That, that's, and that's your. She's like great, your favorite, right? Great reason. Oh yeah. You love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So as a motherly character, yes. Yes. Yeah, so sorry. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. So my first pick is in. Amy Matthews, Corey's mom. I knew you'd go that way. Boy Meets World. That's classic Sam. You just love some Boy Meets World. Love me some Boy Meets World. Um, No argument here. I mean, that's basically just because I love the show. Yeah, of course. She really wasn't that big of a character, but uh, she She was was the mother to the others, right? Exactly. She was. She was awesome. So I'm trying to think of my second pick here. I think I, I think I got it. 
My pick's, oh. my pick's in. I already played the pick in music. Gloria Pritchett from Modern Family. Which one is she? Sophia Wait. Vergara. Yes, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have two reasons. Gloria. Yeah, she's I bet you do. A really good mom. I bet you do. And, and she's, she's a, a tw- grandmother. She's a twelve. Does your wife listen? I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, just checking. Does that make her a gilf? <laughs> no, she she's awesome. She's hilarious in that show. She's very funny. One of the, yeah. one of the best characters. So, yeah, her. Good. Ryan. All right. Let's see. I, I didn't know Lucille Bluth was on the list. That's actually pretty awesome that you yeah could find that. Oh, so I didn't even know she was it, on it there. It is on there. Oh, it's really? The, the second page. I, I just got this right when we walked in. But I had, like, well, I she was kind of the really first really one I thought of. <laughs> was oh, of L- course. Lucille, yeah, yeah. but, like, so good. So good. All right. Uh, I will um, say that my pick is in as well. And then I'll think about it for a little bit <laughs> longer. Right. Because I can't find... While Ryan for. thinks about it, if you guys have some of your favorite TV moms, please share it. If anybody's watching. <laughs> I think John just shook his head. Like, <laughs> no. no comments <laughs> or nobody's watching. Um, I'm uh, All right. I'm going to go with uh, Caitlin Stark. What is she from? Game of Thrones. I thought somebody might hit that. Yeah. 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 Powerful. I mean, yeah, definitely. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like she uh, she had to take over for, for you know pretty early on, and if it wasn't for the the red wedding, you know she probably would have stuck around for a little longer. Sorry, who is this? Caitlin Stark in what? Game of Thrones. Oh, all right. Um, we do have a comment. <coughs> Amy from Bad Moms. Then, oh. Uh, also, Kyle. Her name was Jessica Walter. She recently passed. That must be like. Did she really? Oh, what? Lucille Bluth. Did she? Oh, that's too bad. That's she, so yeah. sad. Yeah. So what we are oh, doing is we so are good. doing. Man, it didn't seem like she was that old either at the time. Our favorite no. TV slash movie mom draft. So if you guys sure, again, yeah. if you guys are listening, please give us your your favorite moms as well. Uh, Kyle, I think you're on the clock. I don't even know who they are. No, I, I don't can't tell their name. They're just supposed to help. Oh, okay. Uh, my pick is in. You guys kind of research it yourself. Uh, I did a little bit, not. <laughs> Uh, thought about it on the drive over. My pick is here, and it is Pepper Potts. What is that from? Avengers. That is Iron Man's wife. Is she a mom, too? She is. Oh. Wait, who who plays that? Isn't that Gwyneth that? Paltrow. Ah, that's what yeah. I was say, yeah. But she's got her own Iron Man suit. I like, <laughs> she gets I her like own Gwyneth Iron Man Paltrow. suit. I'm not a fan. I'm I, not. I don't like her. I watched her in Shallow Hell, and I liked her. She's sloppy. Well, let's just put it that way. She's not the best, but... <laughs> I'm just like in general. She named her kid Apple. Facial, facial (laughs) drives me crazy. You just told me to use the word Apple instead of no. John said Apple. No, that's fine. Is it Apple? It's a delicious fruit, but it's also not a child's name. Yeah, (laughs) but she does. As I mentioned, she has her own Iron Man suit. So nice. All right, John, you are on the clock with back-to-back picks here. Only thing she has going for. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I don't. I don't. I don't really disagree. Actually, (laughs) back-to-back picks. All right, first pick is in. He's going to take one of mine, I know it. <laughs> Huge fan of the movie. The Blind Side. That's it, yep. Yeah. Leanne. Is it Tuhei? Tuhei? Tuhei. Tuhei, I believe. Is that Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I was going to say Tuhei. <laughs> in her prime, Sandra Bullock, too. Yeah, agreed. If you yeah. Sandra Bullock in, uh, was it The Proposal? Oh. 
I haven't seen it. I liked it. That was the one with Ryan Reynolds, right? I liked that movie. Allegedly. Allegedly. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Cool story, right? Yeah. All right, back to that. <laughs> <laughs> He always thinks I'm being like I'm you mocking him. I know. Everybody knows. I was just asking. It's a chick flicks. I didn't know if you were seriously like you enjoyed it. I love chick flicks. Oh, okay. I'm the chick flick king. Ooh. My pick is in. <laughs> that one was <laughs> me being a jerk. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I have to listen to the tape. Music. <laughs> Marge. Simpson. Oh, was on my list. Good for you. Good for you. She put up with that drunk. <laughs> just sitting so there in the right? corner. Yeah. And so so timeless. <laughs> so long. Yeah. It's almost like a real marriage at this point. Smoke, exactly. Yeah. Just smoking those gritty voice, you know? Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those sisters. Yeah. Oh, right. man. Kyle, you're okay. on the clock. pick is in. I came prepared for this one. I want Pam Halpert. Oh, that, can't believe she went third round. I thought Good. somebody would snag her. Good I feel for like she's you. She's just a great character. Yeah, you I mean, don't think of her as like the not mom, the best mom. No, she no, is mom. Yeah, you're right. She's lazy, yeah. right? She was a lazy mom. Um, and she like didn't. She was cheap. Didn't buy like family portrait. She like yeah, had to use I, the free one. I will say she she doing. kind of like um, you know for a little while there she was a questionable wife as well that, right definitely. agreed yeah. agreed Most frustrating yeah. part of the show really oh, but they should have just yeah. not done that sorry like yeah ruined it for it me. really did but turned it around at the end yeah oh it was all worth it at the end one of the best like last couple episode uh, series I whatever cry the yeah. last 100%. three episodes 100%, very emotional yeah. constantly yeah what other what other tv <laughs> shows do you guys really like anything anybody gonna give me a clue for uh, next i was <laughs> looking at <laughs> um apple creek is that what it's called? No. I don't Apple, I don't Apple's watch Street. it. I don't watch it. No, no, it, sorry, not Apple. What was, yeah, our it was Apple. what was our word for it was Apple. the S word? Yep. We changed the S word to something else. Levi. Oh, Burger Heads Creek. Burger Heads Creek. Sophia she's in a different show. Oh, the other mom, Claire Pritchett? In that show? You talking about Yeah, the girl Claire Dunphy. The, yeah, Claire. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Claire. That's who Ryan was trying to think of. Is that who you were thinking of? That's. I mean, sorry. I just. I'm just sorry, looking for is, is suggestions. That's all. I mean, Claire is was on my list as a potential. I'm looking draft. for other shows. Like anybody know another um, show? Well, I mean, there's Modern Family, which has Claire. The Goldbergs has the the really funny uh, Beverly Goldberg. She's hilarious. Um, I'm not going to tell you my my next pick. I um, um. Did you ever watch the Vacation movies? Yeah, she was. The mom and that that was always funny. Yeah, Yeah. she was funny. Do you guys watch what's that like uh, the Halloween one that used to come out every Halloween about the the upside down? What's that? (laughs) Yeah, with the kids, with the kids, the upside down. The upside down. Yeah, yeah. it's not the name of the show, but it's it's the upside down where the monsters live in the upside down. I have no no idea idea what What? you're talking about, guys. Come on now, like you know I'm bad at like recalling certain things, but nobody knows the upside like upside down. It comes on Halloween. Guys. Stepbrother mom was. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take two picks with my next pick. Sam, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah, you guys was, don't watch. Stranger did you I trade your? Watched, he, I think I he traded watched. his pick to Sam. You just traded your pick to me. Yeah. I literally cannot think of another mom character. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Um, boy, caught off guard here. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Elastigirl from The Incredibles. That is that. Or oh, sorry, my pick is in, and it's a. Elastigirl. 
Wait, el- wait. Elastigirl from the, from yeah. It doesn't. It never. I don't know why it does it either. <laughs> it like does it, it doesn't. Yeah. I'm the worst at touching that thing. I think. I mean, superhero mom. Come on, she's awesome. She's yeah. a good mom when Pepper she's in. I don't know. Uh, Pepper Potts is the better. She's not thing. the superhero though. She has her own Iron Man suit. And she runs Stark Industries. So, so wait, is is Iron Man not even a real superhero? He just has the body armor to make him that. Or is you gotta watch the movies. Yeah, I guess I should. So yeah, that that's my third pick. Do I go back to back here, and then Ryan, you go back to back? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, t- yeah, go back to back. I'll I'll end it back to back. I mean, there's so many good moms out there. Stifler's mom is that a good one? No. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, I think I'm just going to go where the heart's telling me to go. Do it. My pick's in. <laughs> I totally got mine now. Stacy's mine? Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> Stacy's mine. I got two in a row. This is good. I'm going to go with Claire Dumphy. You didn't know you would. I, I'm, I'm into that show right now. Modern Family? Yeah. yeah. I've been watching that one to go to sleep. They're both good moms. Yeah. She's hilarious. Very funny. Very she funny. is like very, really very funny. Too. She's a really good character. Yeah. yeah. Plays it and very well. And the dad in that, that, that show is amazing, too. All right. I think I finally have a pick. I have two in a row, right? Yeah, you got back-to-back. Yeah. Back All right, here. my pick is in. I'm going to follow Kyle's lead right now, and I'm actually going to go Lindsay Bluth. Oh yes, she is. You're freak. I would have picked her again. <laughs> Maybe he's mom, right? That's yes. So, that's so Had good. I thought of that, I would have actually gone <laughs> back to back with Bluth. Th- that <laughs> show seriously has the best characters. I can't. It does. Yeah, Absolutely. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay Bluth. That's yeah. a good pull. Which is actually what she's Ellen DeGeneres' wife in real yeah, life. Yeah. Right? Portia Durasi. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we got a couple good comments, and you guys can use these if you want. Go ahead. Give it to me. Well, I'm gonna say one good comment. I don't. I never watched the Gilmore Girls, but I th- I'm assuming uh, Lorelai Gilmore is from the Gilmore Girls, and then also Midge Maisel. Oh, from Maisel! The marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's a good one. Oh, we never watched a, that. Not a good mom, but hilarious. She, yeah, a good great show. Character. Great, great, great character. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I love that show. Is, it, is that coming out soon? I don't know. I feel like I got stuck on like the third season. Like I just never finished it. I should go back to that. Yeah, I know that they were gonna do a new one. But who knows? Yeah. Pretty soon. Yeah. All right. I got another one. My pick is in again. Betty Draper from Mad Men. Mad Men. Yes. Okay. One of the ultimate mom characters. Yeah. Betty. January Jones. Real life. Is that her name? Real life name, yeah. Is it really? Yeah, she was was in um, um, uh, X-Men. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Same as That's no, right, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Same as Same no as, input on, on Mad Men. No. Nope. You don't like Mad Men? I tried watching it once. He would if he would if he uh never. I should probably never try. Mind. I should probably try because I think I would like that show. You really would, I think. It there's not like a whole lot to it, but it's a, a such an it's entertaining slow, show. Though. The first couple se- couple episodes were a little slow. I mean, eventually, you're going to be watching that show and just being like, why don't I have light a cigar and, and have whiskey on me like every, every day night. at work? Yeah. Like, like Trav did no, on like, the podcast when we started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right. Like, but like at work, you know, at 10 a.m., I'm just like, oh, man, it's time for some whiskey. I can't, can't deal with life. 
I mean, sure. we've all had those days. <laughs> most most days. <laughs> yeah, or every day. <laughs> all right, Kyle, you're on the clock, right? I am. I will take it. My pick is in. I'm going to go with Estelle Costanza. Oh, that's a nice <laughs> one. Just because it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. You know, so the, good. The way they wrote her into that and then how she plays that kid, it's very, she does a good job. That show's amazing. It, it is. really is. I it love is. that show. Yeah. yeah. So, so timeless. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. John, Mrs. Irrelevant here. Last pick? Yep. Last <laughs> Mrs. <pick>. Irrelevant. <laughs> How can you not respect... Did you pick in? My pick is in. He gets real upset when you don't do it, John. Yeah. I, already, I just said... He yells just, at me. Yeah, yeah. I just said January Jones. You only have to say a couple of words. <laughs> <laughs> Jill Taylor. Oh. See, home, home improvement. See, I was not a fan of her. Controversial pick, because I, I agree. She was so mean. Yeah. She was too mean for my liking. I mean, great show. Yeah. Loyal, loyal, obviously, right? Yeah, she was loyal. But I mean, she, she treated, treated everybody Tim, like, Tim the Tool Man like a yeah, yeah like an idiot. She, yeah, sorry. We're, yeah, we're telling you you're wrong here. We're possibly good mom, <laughs> not a great wife. Great, great mom, questionable wife. Yeah, she did get mad at him a lot. It's like, ah, come well, on, lady, like. It, He's like Tim the Tool fix, Man. Like. He's trying to fix something for you just because he blew a hole in the wall. It's not yeah. his fault. It's your fault. What a great show that was. Well, she, uh, I feel she, like that's the world <laughs> I live in. She did. Not, not, no, sorry. Not that Andrew is mean, but like I, <laughs> that I break something when I'm trying to fix something. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> it always happens. But, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what's actually funny about that, John, is like I was recently... I, I, we watched that show like my wife and I watched that show three or four days in a row before bed and I we made the comment early on like this might actually be one of those shows that's funnier as an adult than like the, the way we remember it as kids oh yeah. like we didn't even realize it so yeah. much funnier like I was cracking up he was saying the dumbest jokes and I was just like absolutely I gotta watch it, I gotta watch it. I, yeah I totally yeah, yeah, I might, agree I might, with him I might have to do that after Modern Family there you go I recommend it oh great great comment here Aunt Becky from Full House. Yeah. She ends up being a mom to twins. I regret one of my picks. I don't know which one, but yeah. <laughs> I wish one, I had that. I have the to go back and look, but click, right? I think she was an Indian at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't regret that pick. That's not the one. Well, no, I'm no. saying like <laughs> yeah, same yeah. same reason. Yeah, same reason. Uh anyways, that was our motherly draft basically to celebrate Mother's Day. Um basically what we, let's wrap this put a little nice little bow on this episode with a uh, little bit about Betting Hero. Basically, go to bettinghero.com, put in <laughs> promo code MIBETS. If you're interested in sports gambling, they will be the best place to start. They're going to tell you everything you need, uh, give you the best promos available, and it's a good way to support a local company uh, along with us. And, yeah, sign up for, for some sports gambling. Yeah, it's also you got to remember that sports betting is only legal in certain states at still at this point, even though in Michigan it is legal. Um, but what they do is they lay out exactly all of your basically legal options for sports gambling online and through different apps. So not only do they lay out the apps for you, but they also give you the best promo code available at the time. And if you all have already signed up for one of these uh, sports gambling 
apps, then it, it does not matter. It doesn't mean that you do not have access to these promo codes. Yep. The promo codes keep on coming. And this is going to last for a while, guys. So just get signed up right now. It's just starting. And yeah. then every single U- UFC event, every single boxing event, every single Super Bowl, you're going to get great deals, obvious picks where they just want your money, want to give you money in return, and hope you you become a, a, a loyal customer. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Oh, if I, if, if I were them, I would sign up with Betting Hero. Camera. If I was them, I would ha- sign up with Betting Hero. So go to bad. each one of the apps, sign up for each one, have their own different account on each one of those things, yeah. and then only bet on the obvious picks. Some, sometimes you'll get random, like, if either team hits a three-pointer tonight, you win $100. Do okay, it. Okay, then I'm going to take $100. <laughs> like, right? those, those are the, the things that the you know BettingHero.com will lay out for you. Promo code MIBETS. BettingHero.com. Perfect. That was well Boom. done. Boom. Very well done. His um, his portion of that was a lot better than yours. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, no, it. No problem. Uh, Kyle, I want to know. Trav, <laughs> Trav didn't give me a pick of the week, so Kyle, it's your job to come up with <laughs> a pick of the week. Perfect. Um, we need a parlay, too. <laughs> do you have a parlay, Sam? Hold on. I let do. Me. I'm going to give you my parlay. Oh, never mind. Can, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get the, you one. I'll get I you got one. the Predators winning, uh, Canadians winning, and the Celtics winning all tomorrow. Boom. Who are the Celtics All in one day? I don't know. You just like them. No, they're, uh, I did look it up. I don't remember who, though. Gotcha. I think it was Orlando. Uh, it's Orlando. Oh, yeah, obvious. Orla- sure. Orlando's looking to, to lose right now. They're, they're, know, look, that, yeah, I, they're I chasing the draft I pick. I, I could be wrong with that. Let me double. No, I was right. It is Orlando. Look at me. Uh, I, I like My that. Look at you go. Look at me. Uh, what, I can do a lock. Uh, Sunday, May 9. The Pistons beat the Bulls by more than 10. <laughs> I don't know what that's worth. Forty million dollars <laughs> by more than ten. I have no idea. Oh my gosh! I hope it happens. Kyle's. <laughs> what if that happens? Yeah. You're, you're, I, like, the Bulls are pretty bad this year, but I can't pay, wait for that. Your payout would probably be like plus eight hundred or something. Really? Like something crazy. We're all gonna be looking Sunday like <laughs> eh, we don't really care, but we're gonna be like yeah. at the end of the game we're gonna be like, did they? What happened here? <laughs> like, like, I actually might put money on that just to just, just make it a great story. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you sign up on bettinghero.com. Am I betting? I actually, <laughs> I actually listened and just just to try. Yeah. Next yeah. week is gonna be the underdog story of the week. <laughs> then I'm gonna have to keep me. doing it, yeah. and, I'm gonna, and then I'll lose if if somehow this one hits, I'll lose the next ten. So don't <laughs> like it. Like, <laughs> It's time to grade our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to once again remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth a short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Siciliano's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Along with their great selection of craft beer they have specialty wines spirits ciders coffee tea tobacco and cigars they also have the largest selection of homebrew and wine making supplies in west michigan we love that siciliano's market is part of the state of my sports family and is who we visit to help us choose our michigan beers for each and every episode so please check them out and let them know that we sent you kyle remind everybody what you're drinking the hef frankenmuth the hef the hef the hef um, thy half, thy the half. Ohio State. What? Can I ask a quick unrelated question? Nope, why, sorry, we're running out of time. Why do they do that? Why do you, why do you have to say the Ohio State? Uh, because that's just what they want. No, because if the next word starts with a vowel, it's supposed to say the 
Otherwise, it's the. If it starts with right, but why can't I just say Ohio State? Because they're idiots. Like I, yeah, it's their thing. Oh, they're really dumb. The way the thing that I joke is, it's the first thing that they learn when they get into that college is the e sound. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. When did you learn that? (laughs) Uh, A couple weeks ago. Oh, (laughs) just just recently. First week out of college. uh, Yeah, exactly. When I got declined by Ohio State. Okay. You weren't athletic enough. No, they don't have. Plenty, a good, they don't have a good smart. hockey program. Yeah, no, plenty right. smart, but not athletic enough. I asked for too much money. <laughs> right, like, yeah. we can't even afford that. No, he shoots too high. He can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam doesn't like Hefeweizens. I, I'm, I, I do. I don't know anymore. Um, and this is a good one. Very, very light. Very easy to drink. Very. I think it'd be a good summertime beer. Uh, the Hef from Frankenmuth. This is an eight point. One. All right. Um, I'm, I'm also drinking a Hef. So it's a Hefeweizen Ale. It's Summer Fling from Ludington Bay. So I would never think that a Hefeweizen is a, is a summer beer. Are you saying Hefeweizen? I have no idea what I'm saying. Hefeweizen. There you go. Okay. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> I'm just checking. I, I wouldn't expect it to be a summer beer. I don't know. Like, bananas are not a summery fruit. So, like, why... Are they? <laughs> don't they only grow in tropical <laughs> climates? I have no idea. That's the worst analogy. Like, I get what you're saying about what about a what a, beer. What about like a like a smooth banana smoothie? Like, it's <laughs> such a summer. Like a man, I yeah. love bananas in the summer. <laughs> I guess I I I guess I crave more like <laughs> only eats them in the winter. No, sorry, it's actually the fall. Fall, right? October to December. So it's first, not a summer. Firm. Those pumpkins and bananas, you know, <laughs> they go so well together. Banana solstice. <laughs> Banana solstice. <laughs> Favorite time of year to drink a beer. Anyway, banana. <laughs> uh, it's their hybrid Hefeweizen uh, ale, brewed from German yeast and American malt, creating banana and clove flavors, uh, with a slightly dry. Biscuit finish. <laughs> like, what is a biscuit finish? A biscuit finish. That's what it says. This one has banana too. Like a food. That's what half finish. are. Oh, they all are. Yeah. Nice. Wait, really? Yeah. That's banana? not true. Not all no. half have banana. All right. What do I know? I'm just stating. You think they all beer guy? Oh, you're no, the. Beer I'm guy. pretty sure that's what half is. Is it, that's what Trav's always told what me. What are we betting that? on this then? What are we betting on this? Is there an over under on betting heroes? I need to know. <laughs> there will be in like two minutes, guys. Over under two bananas per I'm beer. I'm pretty sure all of them like have banana, but I'm sure there's some that don't. All of them have banana. I'm sure some of them don't, but that's the main. You think bananas it, are like, just wasn't the first running rampant in Germany? I'm gonna take the I, under because what I said was this Hun- one has banana too, and he goes, "They all do." Yeah, and then now he's like, "I'm sure they don't all have it." Taking the under for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them do. I'm pretty sure that's like their their thing. All right, here's the thing. We need a follow up next week, guys. So we're gonna report back. We're so good at following. Do up. some research with Hefeweizens. <laughs> what do you think? What did you give a grade? No, I didn't. I'm gonna go with a seven point six. All right, better not, than I thought it was gonna be. Not your favorite. Hard. I thought you'd go. Not the best. Yeah. Uh, before I get into my beer grade, I'm going to give a little update with the Pistons right now. They they lost 102 to yes. 99. Let's go to the Charlotte Hornets. So big time loss, and really bad game from everybody on the team except for two players. Hamadou Diallo had 35 points. Wow, dude, we traded for we uh, got rid of Svi Mikhailuk for him, and then uh, 
Sekou Dumboya, 20 points, 8 rebounds tonight. Big time. Uh, he's Jaws. Oh, no. I got to move on. All right. I'm just saying. That's that's big. Sekou Dumboya, come on, man. He's like the future of the Pistons franchise. I thought you wanted me to start the outro. And I'm like, he hasn't even graded his beer yet. Like, I will wait and John has to go, too. Like, is is that Sekou's first 20-point game of his career? I'm sure it is. No, no, no. Last year, he had a couple 30-point games. This year he's been way worse. So yeah, it's debatable. Anyways, all right. I was it's drinking. Debatable. I was drinking Oro from Jolly Pumpkin Artisan Ales. Oro, uh, which is actually out of Dexter, Michigan. Even though there's a Jolly Pumpkin right downtown Grand Rapids, yeah. right next yep. to. Uh, is it not the same? Across the street from New Holland yeah. Yeah. Brewing Company. Yeah, I think um, it's the same company. Yeah, same same company. Yeah, like owned. Really better pizza than beer, in my opinion. Yeah, I, w- I haven't found a beer that I've been extremely happy with this one too much pumpkin maybe this I don't like pumpkin <laughs> I don't know. especially in the summer what about bananas <laughs> i knew he was gonna say i knew <laughs> he was gonna say especially in the summer all right this one is uh their oro again and it's spicy peppery with a gentle hop bouquet and uh influence of uh wild yeast i'm not sure the, like how wild yeast is i'm interested Normally, in what that tastes like that sounds like a lot of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've got some extra in this can. I might so, try a little bit of that. I would that. say the second the second can is better than the first. I was pretty disappointed, and now I'm like, you know, it's this is growing on, on me. Bit. Yeah, this is a little bit better than I give it credit for. I'm gonna give it a a seven three. All right, John, you ready for your very first beer grade? Du- <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Double Harbor Beach. Arvon yep. Brewing. Yeah. 9.2% ABV. Oh, I thought that was, oh. I thought that was the score. Oh, I was about Ooh. to lose it. I, I, I mean, you can't year. roll in hot with a... <laughs> <laughs> First grade ever. Tame yourself a little bit. 10. 10.0. 10.0. 10.1. <laughs> <laughs> Great local artwork on the can. Yeah, I love that. It is that. nice, yeah. Of course. Uh, pretty mellow for a double IPA. I am going to shoot a little bit high. Do it. That's I'm, fine. I'm going to go with an 8.2. Yeah. Good for you. That's a good score. Good it's for really Arvon, good too, right? It's a solid double that, IPA. That's a good beer in general, so I, I imagine their double's good. I'm excited to try it. I, I imagine I their I triple's pretty good, too. Yeah. We're going to have to try that this weekend, maybe. Who's, um, who's we? Set of wine? Sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. Who's we? Uh, Me and Ryan. Oh, yeah. sure. You're, sure. Not, you're own, not invited. Sure. We're on our own guide time. <laughs> sure. You did let me use your... Uh, your dumpster? Yeah. Yeah. So. D- uh, yeah. Wait, and Sam uses it all the time, too. Yeah, man. I told you that. No. I, I, did you? Yeah. Oh, is he mad I, that I, you used our dumpster? Well, I was, like, was going to use his dumpster, dumpster, but he's like, I don't feel comfortable with that. So <laughs> then, then I went were, to the next best. You were like, can I use it? I'm like, yep. Throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Have at it, buddy. <laughs> Wait, you texted him separately? Sure you did. I'm not going to take. You guys can text? We actually, and it was funny because when we were at second hand. Uh, second string. Second, sorry, second <laughs> string. That's bad. Second <laughs> string. Uh, we should have put, but I saw him and Michael were texting. So then I texted the two of them and said, hey, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> and it started like this phenomenal group text where we just all were yeah. like. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. It's I a would lot say. of fun. Even, right. I, even I joined it. <laughs> right. Yeah, John's, so we added John. And it's like, you know how like. When you hang out outside of work and the yeah. boss isn't there, like he's yeah. not like, do this now, right. do this, do I this. I would say it's just a great community feeling yeah. and like an yeah. interactive. 
you know, when I open that, <laughs> when I open that group message, I feel like a warmth in my chest. Like right. it just, it really, it's it, a heart attack. Yeah. Like you get us, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> su- <laughs> like a support group, you know, like, like a, yeah, support yeah, group. Yeah. Close yeah. friendships. Sam wants me to start that out so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've been serious <laughs> talking to you guys. I just don't know if you're serious or not. Oh, That's hard. It is getting anyways, serious. Yeah. Just saying, thank you. Twenty done. points. First draft done. I'm excited about. It. I think it was well done. Uh, that was episode 103. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for recording. As always, really appreciate it. Um, we will be, I think, at the hops next week for episode 104. So we'll talk to you then. If not next week, if not sooner. <laughs> that was smooth. Peace. great sponsors, the House Brewing Company and Cafe, Siciliano's Market, Mac Web Design. Also, thank you to Paradise Outlaw for allowing us to use their music for our introduction, Detroit Hustle, and for our out six feet down.